Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Pixel Imperfect Podcast. Disregard the light amount of time between episodes, please. No unintended hiatuses or slacking has been going on. Don't worry about it. We're back here now at least. Who knows about the next episode. But today we are back with another guest episode. Today, we are here with no data, no data, Ryan, data, data, whichever you prefer. Say hello. Howdy. Howdy, partner. Howdy, partner. And we're also here, of course, with Sean. Hi, I'm here too. Great. And also, I am here, Bart. This is this is the most unconventional order in which I've introduced people, but we're rolling with it. We shuffle, we shuffle. <laughs> we shuffle. We 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 try new stuff, you know. First, introduce the guests and then the hosts. <laughs> Why not? There we go. So that yeah, shows, that shows our priorities here. The guest is the most important one here. Yeah. See. Aww. Guests on top. They the best. Yes. I. To be fair, I am genuinely this. Hello, no data. I am. I am a fan. <laughs> Big fan. Oh, Let's thank know. you. Like, your pieces are great. But yeah, so, first, hello. Again, just as we did with the previous epi- guest episode, we're starting with a bit of just interview-style-ish, you know, questions and getting some answers for you, getting to know you, what you're about with your art. And then, after a while, we roll into a more general discussion topic, which, I guess we should say it now, we have... Uh, decided we're going to be talking about color palettes because that is a a big challenge. <laughs> Just getting color palettes right. So, starting off, all right, uh, with questions. Sean, are we gonna go back and forth like we did previous time? Yeah, why not? We'll do it in turns. Who who starts it off? Uh, you did the intro, so I'll start us off with a question. Okay, yeah, go ahead. All right. So, first question, as uh, per the standard, would be um, just to introduce yourself and like, what's your username on the various platforms. So, just kind of give yourself an introduction. Sure thing. Um, so, I'm Ryan, or no data. Um, I mainly post my work uh, on Twitter under the handle Data Is Gone. Um, I'm also like on places like Inkblot um, and Tumblr. Tumblr starting to pick up a little bit too, which is pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, what? mainly Twitter. Data is gone. Tumblr still exists. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's, it's still there I thought for that some reason. Died after you know. Oh you know. yeah, I I thought so too. I was looking for a place where it's like, oh, where can I throw all my pixel dailies? And I was like, oh, Tumblr seems cool. So I was just like, yeah, I'm gonna use it for image hosting. And then suddenly, like, I'm starting to get like likes and reblogs and stuff. I'm just like, oh. Cool. What? All right. Uh, for all of my viewers, and definitely not for myself, but uh, for all of the viewers that don't know, uh, uh, what what's Tumblr? <laughs> I barely know what Tumblr is either. It's a social media platform of some kind where you post stuff. Yeah, yeah pretty much sums like... it up well. Yeah, that that does honestly. Oh, man, and... can you imagine a social media platform where you don't post stuff? Oh, what would that be like? Um, not a social media platform <laughs> by definition. Boring. Boring. Be boring. No, but yeah. Um, I've never been on Tumblr either. I just know that it tanked inactivity after a certain point for a certain reason, which we cannot discuss on here. But <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yes. Moving on. Um, now the literal meaning of your username is pretty easy to infer no data but is there a specific reason why you have it like what's the origin of this no data or data is gone username um honestly it's just from a song that i like from the band named digitalism they literally have a song um called no data and then somewhere in the lyrics it says the data is gone i'm like that's really cool i like this band i like this song 
Um, I think a lot of people mistake it for like data from Star Trek, and I'm like, uh, I've never really watched Star Trek, but here's this cool band. Oh, data. Okay. That's a very like data is just a word, and saying no data is a like that's that's pretty little. Why do they relate it to Star Trek? <laughs> Uh, because I guess there's a character the character in Star Trek. You know, it's Star Trek is kind of famous. Um, I know. Uh, Data but... <laughs> being the android in Star Trek. It, it, I, I can see it. I can see it. It still feels like a bit of a stretch to me. But whatever. Uh, well. So, the uh, the next question. I've I've just closed my quest my question paper. Man, I'm <laughs> amateur hour here. So, uh, here's the next it, question, I, man. So, turn it right up. Yeah, yeah, I've got it. So, uh, how would you describe your own style uh, in brackets S? <laughs> what did you say in brackets S? Which, do you not? Do you, are, are you telling me that you do not read on the quest? You do not read out loud in brackets S. You don't read I, it as in brackets S. You're not even. Do it right. You should say open bracket S close brackets. No, it's just Ooh. end brackets. <laughs> but that doesn't matter. The question, how would you describe <laughs> your own style? Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> um, well, first of all, I feel like I'd pronounce it like open bracket S bracket. But... No. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I've, been, I've been outnumbered. Yes. Yeah. I'm, okay, continue. I'm sorry, Sean. Um, don't I apologize would probably... to me. I don't deserve <laughs> apologies. <laughs> oh. Um, I guess I'd probably describe like my main style as like painterly. Um, I mm. tend to just use like a ton of colors and <laughs> uh, painting, <laughs> paint in like big like blocks of color, and then kind of like like add more color to sort of refine those shapes if that makes sense. Similar to like what you would do in maybe like an oil painting. Like, before right. I picked up uh, pixel art, I've done, like, other digital painting or other, like, like traditional painting, like, with oils and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, I, I think I just kind of translated over there. Uh. Um, yeah, that's, that's just the main word I use to describe it. Um, I yeah. can do, like, some of the smoother stuff, like the dithering, uh, but I prefer just throwing whatever colors I want on there. <laughs> Makes sense. Good enough reason as any style just throw colors at it yeah understood does it work keep it yep fair <laughs> enough fair enough we, we can get hey. we can get more into this on the main discussion about about color palettes and stuff as well <laughs> if it ain't broke don't fix it um exactly yeah so i mean you've answered this question to us personally a couple of times before but for the audience's sake around when did you start making art now i would say we could do this for both like when did you start making pixel art and when did you start doing art in general if there because there is precedent for you making art before pixel art oh man um i think like i started like when i was like a young kid i just really liked drawing because i was super into pokemon i still am so I try to like draw Pokemon and just like little animals, which is still reflected in a lot of my current work. Um, really? Yeah, and I I was really interested in like working at places like Pixar, especially when I was like entering college. But I did not enter an art school per se. Mm. I kind of entered a school that's like um, very like all STEM, humanities bad, art bad, make money, um, and you know I, I would like to make money too. Uh, but <laughs> I think just naturally I gravitate towards art. So for a long time, I tried to um, quit art or try to like focus on like what was quote more important unquote. Um, mm -hmm. And then finally, like at the end of 2021, I was like, I'm sad and depressed. You know, I'm just gonna try to draw again. And then I saw Pixel Dailies. I was like, this art style is super cool. So then I started trying. So I'd say I started pixel art late last year. Yeah. All right. What a journey. That is a journey. It's much better than my origin story. I'm like, all right, so I want to draw. That's my origin story. <laughs> nice. Respectable. I love it. Please write a book. I'm going to read it back to back. I am, I am writing a book. Uh, <gasps> unfortunately, not about that. Uh, but so, um, <gasps> Still. Yeah. 
My um, answer is a little bit more complicated, but you can catch that in episode one. <laughs> yes, Ooh. yes, you can find Ooh. my origin story in episode one. So, um, on to the next question would be, uh, I, I guess you've kind of said a little bit about this, but did you have any prior experience in other art forms? Um, yeah, um, painting for sure. And just mm. like, um, drawing, like life drawing and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, before I hit college, I was like self-taught and then at my very STEM heavy school, STEM heavy school, I was mm. like, um, I'm going to take an art class. So I majored in art <laughs> um, and took a <laughs> nice. lot of oil painting classes there. So that was, um, that was pretty cool. So I'm glad that, you know, some of that translated into what I have now. Yeah. Nice. I mean, with with that kind of background, I can see why the yeah. uh, the pixel art sort of that you've gone for is has that kind of paint painty look. Yeah, no, I definitely look. like as soon as you said you did oil painting and made the connection immediately to some of your pieces. It's like, yeah, that very much, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you. Makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you do good. Well. Um, you already let some of it slip, the mention of Pokemon Oops. here or there. Uh, but just give us a good overview of what all inspires you. Oh, man. I mean, Pokemon and discussion. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> honestly, it's just like, um, right now it's like anything that just makes me happy. So it's been quite a bit of fan art. So it's just like, um, I'll be like, oh, you know, the the announcement of Pikmin 4 made me excited. Let's draw Pikmin. Or like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm kind of nostalgic for, um, you know, old school Animal Crossing. Let's draw Tom Nook. Um, so like, and then from there, I kind of just like, like, just so it doesn't feel stale to me, I guess. I always try something a little bit different in each of these fan, fan art pieces. Mm -hmm. um, right. But... You know, it just just anything that honestly makes me happy. It could be like it could even be a meme, like the the night sky one I did. <laughs> that one was <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. that was good. <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of when I saw that prompt. I was like, night and sky, also, all right. Right, you also made a joke about GitHub. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel you gang i need to work with that now for a project it's like mm. i don't suckers <laughs> oh. i'm free, free oh github GitHub is great though we love github but it's I'm also jealous. annoying sometimes but that's just because the project are hectic and annoying not github what programming project isn't hectic what art thing isn't hectic it all mashes together what just remove that second word. What isn't hectic? Period. True. True. <laughs> True. I mean, I, I can name a few things that aren't hectic. Anyway, sidetrack. Yes. Getting back, back to, to the main track. Back to the question. That was a bit the, sort of... the... Yeah, that was the cursory question, so now... Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Can I, can I I'll, I'll let you start off with the specific <laughs> questions, because I'm just looking at the notes here, and I think you should be the <laughs> They are hectic, and there are some <laughs> other questions that I'm going to toss in there, but this first one... I mean, I was—I already special. told you I wasn't. This is a Bart special. I already told you I wasn't going to let you off the hook without talking about these hands. <laughs> like that's what I have written down. Hands? Question mark. <laughs> this this question has no correct answer, by the way. <laughs> oh, no, I cannot on. hear you. Uh, I think, oh, yeah. oh, they're okay. back. Yeah, there we go. Okay, oh, that was back. weird. Full, the, this weird. recording's been full of surprises so far. This is great. So, yes. Hands. Okay. That's well, why let's... I love this podcast. <laughs> we we roll with things. We roll with things. So, yeah. Um, hands. You've made... Hands. Okay. For context. You've made two pieces of hands. One called Rusty. for Or one that was for a Pixel Daily's theme, Rusty, I think. And the other one for another Pixel Dailies, and both of them were incredible. <laughs> the other one was for, like, first-person view, I think it was? Yeah, yeah, first-person yes. hands. I just looked at them earlier today, so that's why I know. 
Um, so yeah, I don't even know what I want to ask you about them. They're just great. <laughs> this, we're, we're taking this moment to let Bart gush about how well you're able to draw hands. I have a role for this in the Discord. <laughs> he does. Yeah, it is, it is the thing because hands in general in art are a very difficult thing. So how do you do it? <laughs> um... Well, I will definitely release that um, drawing process video that I have been working on very slowly. I was looking and I saw like, oh, in July, there was a post <laughs> like, I'm still working on it, guys. And I was like, huh. It's it's there. It's there. I promise. Vi that screenshot was time. real. Videos take time. I know. I know. Um, mm. I just took pictures of my hands and put them up as a reference in my uh, drawing program and then I just drew them um yeah I I mean yes a lot of people still like that wouldn't work for a lot of people but you, it just happens you just kind of make them well mm -hmm. like I think because I did struggle a little bit on this one I think what I did just like looking at it now I started with like a lot of like big like blocky shapes um before uh -huh. kind of like going into like smaller things like the little joints on the fingers and like the shape of the palm right because uh, because i i think with hands if like it's not like proportional to the reference and stuff then like it's gonna like look off so it's like establishing yeah. that first and i think that took me right. the longest establishing proportion first that is a good guideline i'd say <laughs> i mean yeah I, I i imagine most people will be trying to establish proportion if they're trying to go for realism yeah you're right to but that is yeah no we struggle at first uh, right all right so away from hands away from hands for yeah, a second uh, no we're gonna come right back to it don't worry <laughs> Bart um, will yeah. Bart will touch back on hands in a in a in a moment catch these hands yes but hands? In, hands right yeah i i and, just wrote some sort of these haphazardly so i'm gonna need to give context even after sean yeah. gives the question here but, so in the meantime um one of the questions here is about how you t uh do texture in pixel art um yeah, talking about texturing in pixel art so i'll let bart give the context for this one i don't know i was just looking for your like pieces and it just seemed to me I don't know. I feel like I could really discern the texture in a lot of the pieces you were making. Um, I don't know if that might just be a me thing, but I mean, definitely the the hands, of course. Uh, the one that was for Rusty. Like, you could clearly get that, like, rusty, sandy, like, mixture. Like, you, I feel like... It, Maybe I'm reaching here, but I feel like you do texture as well. <laughs> I'm wondering if you had something to say about that yourself, or whether you're like, oh, apparently. Oh, thank you. Um, I think, like, for the Rusty one, what helped me is, like, when I actually tried to reference, like, Rusty pieces, um, mm -hmm. is just noticing that, um, like, the, the, the rendering or the shading on, you know, the actual rust itself kind of came in like like a common shape if that makes sense um where mm -hmm. like there's just kind of like a lot of um uh how should i say it kind of like like sharper edges which kind of sounds weird in the sense of like pixel art right. but it's just like instead yeah, of like right. round you know um and gone blobs um it's just trying to keep like you know almost like a vertical stroke um uh -huh. and leaving behind a lot of like small smaller pixels and stuff to try to help blend it so to kind of make it like look uh rough but like the shading that i tried to do is kept in like a specific direction like vertical ah. there you go bart there's your question pixel uh pixels with it text take the texturing in the pixel art yeah there you go Texturing pixel, that's covered. Neat. Because, yeah, I was just looking for it. And I was like, I could, I can feel some of these pieces, basically. I can feel them Thank with you. my eyes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Um, 
Right. I also want to say we could talk about because you also do game dev stuff. I Very, do. You are you do game dev, right? How's that going? What have you been up to with that? What have you made? I I have been trying very hard because um, I think my day job, I'm going to end up being a technical artist, which is kind of like, you know, a programmer, but works on like tools for art mm. and helps make uh, like, you know, uh, like art possible in, in some cases. Um, so right. mm-hmm. um, in, in that regard, like uh, I've just been like either doing my own games, like a lot of programming, like the math game that I was uh, sharing with you, Bart. Um, yeah. And then... Um, I, I, I also didn't did, like, end up uh, helping with. <laughs> <laughs> I still will need your help later because I want to oh, okay. pick it up again. Honestly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what, what, what have I <laughs> missed? Huh? Um, you, you give the context. Go on, give the context sure. to me and the viewers. So uh, one thing that makes me really passionate within game dev is like making games that are for all ages, but especially educational games. Um, so... For me, I'm someone who actually like went back to college. So I've been to college twice. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, part of, I think the reason why I struggled at, uh, or I should say my college name, <laughs> um, at uh, my mm-hmm. first college, the very STEM heavy one, um, is like my, my math skills were very weak due to just some issues that my high school had um, and some own personal choices, but you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, you know, as an adult, it like I wanted to look for resources that would help me. And, you know, sometimes like there's that kind of ageism thing where you kind of get made fun of for stuff. Right. Yeah. So then it's just like I started looking or I started relying more on things like Khan Academy and everything. Um, mm. And, you know, Khan Academy is great. And there's other like, you know, games like Prodigy and stuff. But like they do have the very feel of like, you know, let's let's um appeal to kids, right? Like young kids, because they want to get young kids ready like as soon as possible um, for their uh-huh. future. But, um, you know, it's just, it's just kind of awkward because then I felt like I had to hide um, quite a bit of my studying. Um, like I got, I remember at um, when I used to work at like a large tech company, I decided to use lunch to restudy geometry. And I was using mm-hmm. uh, Khan Academy and then one of my coworkers like, you know, actually saw, I was like, why are you doing that? That looks like a, like a kid's thing. Like, he actually specifically said that, and that just bothered me for the longest time. (laughs) Is Khan Academy a kid's thing? I I didn't think it was, but, I mean, like, you know... It seemed like it necessarily. Okay, sure. Like, you can have, like, the avatars that have the little animals on it and earn trophies that have, like, cute little, like, stars. And, you know, you're number one, you did it, and, you know, that kind of feel. That's a lot of platforms, even ones that are definitely geared towards teenagers students and all that they all have cute animal profile pictures with trophies or something (laughs) yeah Uh, i mean i mean if you take a look at um oh what's it called now oh i really hope that i remember the name of this uh it's it's a drawing thing it's like a game uh gartic phone there we go it's definitely not a kid's game you see some of the stuff that people have done on it well, I mean, I guess Gartic <laughs> Phone is that's debatable. I could, it could be for kids because you yeah, it well, could. And not if you do public lobbies. <laughs> but yeah, definitely not public. Lobbies. But if you have a private lobby with a bunch of kids, then Gartic Phone is just a okay for them. Yeah, but it has all these cute little icons, and then you've got yeah these people making amazing animations on YouTube with just Gartic uh... Phone. Robert Ross, Ooh. my guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the guy. Well, I gotta check those out. Yeah, yeah you have to check. It. You don't I mean, know it's, about it's Robert not just Ross. Robert Ross. He he, no. like, yeah, okay. he gathers oh, a bunch of animators. The other ones are great too. He gets a what's the other one? There's one. Uh, I don't know. There's there's good good folk on there. <laughs> there's a lot of there, there's like a whole community of people that use Gartic Phone and make animations and stuff. Like yeah, that. and it's a lot of fun. Yeah, but yeah, again. The platform itself is looks very juvenile. Mm-hmm. It's very but yeah, yeah. No, not to undermine your point because that's you are right. There's some things that are definitely more geared towards children. Yeah, and like I guess around that time, because like there's just um, it's just kind of like depressing, you know. Like I I had a hard time like asking for help based like after kind of being like teased for like you know having fallen behind in math. 
and stuff yeah. like that. Especially when it was by my TA <laughs> or my teaching assistant. Oh, you know, God. that like just yeah. kind of like, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not comfortable asking a lot of questions anymore. So it's just like, you know, like when I was sad, I found myself like trying to like escape through games. But it's like, what if you could actually make like like a cool like RPG or something that also introduces math, but it's not necessarily like, I don't know, like like mm-hmm. little kid, you know, ABC. Yeah. PBS or something like that you know um it's like it's almost like a saga and you're excited to come back to it but you know to just do something like like you actually have to help a farmer I don't know measure the volume of like how much water he needs for this plot of land or something like that right. and it's got like you know cool graphics or and an yeah. actual story so, stuff like that so that's like you know that'd be like the dream for me to make which mm-hmm. is like you know essentially the kind of prototype I was starting to make uh-huh. and I showed Bart Right. studying math yes I, i'm gonna be honest that sounds like the kind of thing that vsauce would do <laughs> like, you, you, i can think of like a few Vsauce's different game. you like kind of educational youtubers that might be interested in that kind of thing you know maybe like vsauce 3 or something yeah because vsauce got... 3 is more he likes video games more mm-hmm. and then oh, there Jake was Roper, that is. and then there was the vsauce video about teaching parabolas using mario <gasps> oh i gotta right. see that oh, you definitely check that yeah. one out as well there, there is the recommendations my brain is like that like rpg so yeah the the idea is like she, she ryan showed me that and she was like yeah you maybe i don't i, I don't think you even asked for help i was just like ayo math <laughs> education better math education ayo <laughs> yeah. yeah man i i am hopeless I, I just jumped on that because that there that is that has been that was one of my biggest gripes with at least for my country the um math education it's mm-hmm. garbage <laughs> it is a miracle Ooh. I went for mathematics like just the way they present me the 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 concepts of mathematics it's just not it's not good i it could have been done so much better and so much more interestingly but mm-hmm. i like i have i I have zero surprise that almost everyone in the world is like, but what do I need it for? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because no one tells them. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. But yeah. That's... Um, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no worries. I was, I was going to say, actually, that's one thing I really wanted to hit with some of these like math game or even just like educational game ideas is like, On it doesn't have, yeah, like it doesn't show like why you would need that. Or something mm-hmm. but so like what if you went on a quest where it's like it actually made sense that you used yeah. you know a specific equation yeah or something I, there was also the part of my brain that was like imagine that you know i mean you are making it but like you you make like a my mind i mean when you make a series out of it and every next installment comes increasingly difficult mathematics to the point where it's like you start moving to university level and then it's like all right how do I include? Here's complex function theory for you. <laughs> I mean, or Fourier analysis. I How can, about that? I can already think of a few kind of applications. So imagine like uh, a game that's similar to Sea of Thieves. So you've got this big ocean one. You've got like maps and triangulating things. You could do stuff right, with right. geometry and that kind of thing. So I can Ooh, now. Be... Now that you've mentioned it, you've kind of got me thinking about like yeah. what kind of concepts <laughs> could I do while still integrating it into the form of a game. How the how do I incorporate university Ed- level educational mathematics yeah. into this? Into video games. Yeah, I like that idea. I really do. Yeah, I think that's really cool. It's good. Keep at it. We love that. Thank you. I mean, I still my help is still available. Thank you. I appreciate that. And Sean, I will ask you for your help as well. I I don't know how much help I'll be able. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, you need to help now to play with math. Yes, no, with math specifically. Uh, I will. I will help in any way I can. Oh, thank you. I mean, I just figure, like, if people love playing video games so much, including myself, it's like, that'd be a cool time to learn, too. Yeah. You know? Like, mm-hmm. you're really I mean, actually been attempts, having fun But learning. it always, 
I do feel like a lot of educational games do lean too heavy into the educational part, and it's just like, this is just a test, but like, pretending to be a video game. Yeah, I mean, if you guys play Froggy Fractions, that game is so, so mathematics. Have you have you guys actually ever heard of Froggy Fractions? No. Wait, I think I have. You have? Oh, I really hope that joke doesn't go, doesn't fall on deaf ears. Uh, I don't I okay. no idea what it is. Uh, I'll let you look up Froggy I'm Fractions. I'm sure that oh. one person listening is laughing. <gasps> so oh, I remember right this. Now. Okay, okay. You no, I, rem I remember the joke. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay, Froggy Fractions. Oh Man, God. that's a wild game. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I will have to figure this out later. Uh, <laughs> it's it's free to play. You can you can find ways to play it as well. But I I suggest going in blind and giving it. Is a it go. okay? I feel like it's it's a subversion of expectations where it starts <laughs> off nice and cute, and like oh you're doing fractions, and then it quickly derails into some sort of monstrosity. <laughs> I will I will not spoil a thing. Good. Uh, <laughs> So I think I think that's the end of the uh, the kind of the question section. We can move on to a, a general discussion. Yes. Uh, and kind of the topic that I wanted to uh, that we wanted to uh, bring to this would was was color palettes. Yes, my arch nemesis, as is everything in pixel art, really. But <laughs> color palettes. Now color I palettes. kind of a guilty admission since I was but a wee lad. Um, I, I kind of grew up, my dad worked a lot with color theory because he's a sign maker, and I ended uh, up going and doing that as well, so I do sign making. Uh, and part of that is learning color theory, learning layouts, and things like that, so I kind of got a head start in that before I did pixel art. So color theory, I was very, very familiar with it when I started doing pixel art. Um, so other I than know... having to learn hue... Uh, hue shifting that was about the only thing that i really had to learn i know nothing about color theory <laughs> it's it's, straight up it's not as hard as it looks i mean the basics yeah like uh, warm and cold and contra something yeah colors, and, then, and then you get into uh the color palettes and you have things like you've got you've got basic things like contrasting palettes uh, and then you've got the triangular palettes, uh, and then the quad palettes. I can't remember the technical name for them, which takes like a square. And it, uh, um, it gets seemingly complicated, but when you look more into it, it's not too bad. Um, I think it actually is called square. Is it actually just called square? Yeah, I googled it just in case. It's, it's actually just a square. Nice. <laughs> oh, square. A square. square brilliant there you go so um yeah there's a lot of different things that you can learn in color theory but once you have the basics it's pretty easy to pick up if you just do right. a bit of study in it and i think to me because i struggle with things like maths and really like hard set rules um and fix things i was always doing the creative stuff going through school and English for example there's no right answer for when you're studying English so I passed that really well not that you could tell on this podcast with how bad I end up speaking <laughs> um but yeah I did music did quite well in that I did uh I did art for a couple of years and was told that I shouldn't take the classes it would waste both me and my art teacher's time uh, that was wow. not yeah that was not that was not fun but then i did pixel art instead so you know Oof. what i'm fine with that Oof. <laughs> wow that's whoever said that they're not Rude. a good person i don't like them already Beat em up. i don't yeah, like them that was that was my Beat art em up. teacher Beat em up. What? oh my god Fight. what kind of teacher is that i don't inciting want, violence <laughs> i don't want to beat up my art teacher he's really old <laughs> I don't want to break He's him. had his time. <laughs> no, he was he was generally quite a nice teacher. Um but it just I was not a very good student. I wasn't listening to him for half the time and I just I can understand why he was why he got frustrated when right. he told it, but 
you know. Right. It was really discouraging Shit. at the time. Yeah. I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And then I took graphic design instead of art, and that one ended up speaking to me much more. Because then I got oh. to learn technical drawing. I got to learn uh, more color theory. I got to learn all of the different perspectives. Uh, I got to learn all the good stuff. Uh, and it turns out doing graphic uh, graphic communication, the class was called, uh, doing that is actually really help for, helpful for learning concepts and pixel art as well. Oh. Because uh, in, in graphic communication, you're dealing with angles and, oh, right. and all sorts of stuff, dealing with 3D and 2D uh, shading, oh, yeah. all sorts. And it's all of that kind of stuff that a lot of people struggle with in pixel art. Yeah, I can see that, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, but that's that's enough about me. This is a guest yeah, episode. I've been talking for way too long. So, you've got experience. Yes. I want, I want your Googling opinions on color palettes. <laughs> yes, guest. Give okay. us your opinions. <laughs> um... Hmm, like how I start picking colors, or just like what kind right, of advice yeah. I give? Because any of I your thoughts before, on colors? I was, yeah, I, well, I was looking for your pieces again. Yeah, again, and it is sometimes like some of your pieces, like so many colors, so many shades <laughs> of the same color. Like, ha, huh? <laughs> where are they coming from? So yeah, what do you? How do you handle? color palettes or the colors that you use or um i'd say my secret is i don't use pre-made color palettes yes unless yes. I... yes yes <laughs> unless i specifically yeah. say because like um like for other styles of pixel art i actually i i do like seeing you know like the different like ways you can render like dithering and i really only know dithering but um yeah so so basically <laughs> like i'm like that's cool but i also kind of feel like a little too restricted in that sense so i'm just like yeah i'm just gonna pick some base colors and then like ask myself should this be like warm or cool do i want it to be kind of like soft or do i want it to be like really in your face and then kind of just go from there mm -hmm. um i never like really plan out the palettes like you know how people pre-pick colors and like yeah. they mm -hmm. put a little like swatches on the corner of their thing i'm just like uh -huh. nah I just put it straight on there i'm like well that's not working paint over it um or <laughs> use undo if it's yes. small enough. It. that 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 is me <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> that is me as well yeah sometimes that's me it, it depends on the situation but i i, mean, I, 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 like... I struggle okay. to stick with a specific color palette <laughs> like Especially like you know like pixel art. I I don't know all the history of pixel art, bad of me. But um, I think you know like a lot of it was born too because of the limitations of technology yeah. at that time, and we're not as limited. So um, you know I, I don't really buy into the whole like pure pixel art purist thing where it's just like oh you know you have to use like oh, yeah, a certain no. amount of no, colors. I mean, you have like... to stay. It's fine to use normal colors. That's cool and impressive when people do that. No need to force people into it. I know. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I I remember uploading one of my pieces to um, like this one site, and then it got rejected because it had too many shades of green. And I looked at him like, um, it's a monochromatic piece. <laughs> Wait, it's what? all green. What website <laughs> is it? <laughs> Um, it is Pixel Joint. Uh, Pixel Joint. Joint. Yep, that's yeah. the one. That was I, I think of the name. That website is like, okay, to be fair, I don't mind that a website like that exists. That is like, mm -hmm. because there is a to just having one place where it's like, we have strict rules of what you can get in here. But that is definitely a very specific niche. <laughs> mm hmm it is. It's like a cool site. There's like so many cool people on there, and like I at least participated in one of their contests, like the I've the Halloween meaning, poster one. I've been meaning to get um, into Pixel Joint. I I participated in Pixelween. Uh, yeah, that you was participated it. in laughing at the name Pixelween as well. 
Yes. <laughs> it is a it is a hilarious name. <laughs> we'll always be yeah. funny. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I submitted for that three pieces that somehow got accepted, but that was because I was following the rules for the contest, and that was it. <laughs> I me too. Me too. Yeah, I do. I do something like I am generally also a person that just kind of picks their colors. I think pro- probably even more haphazardly than <laughs> you, because you use a lot of references. Well, I use reference, but then still I'll just like basically spin the lottery wheel as I run across the the, the color wheel. as like ah, right around here, right around here. Cool. That's it. That's the main color. <laughs> Yeah. But that's me in most of my pieces. But sometimes, especially when it's like a Pixel Daily challenge or some similar thing like that, I do also like working with limited palettes sometimes. Because mm-hmm. it does it does make you think differently about color and how to use it. Mm-hmm. For example, one of my favorite things is when color doesn't become about oh, is this the color of the object that I'm drawing? But, oh, can I convey similar sort of texture, brightness, or in contrast with the color, like, compared to the color that it act- that it actually is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. I-, I saw a video on that, and it was all about um, luminosity, which is a really important concept, um, yeah. which is the actual brightness, or the perceived brightness of the color, because if you're using... Um, the basic color wheel, uh, for example, the one on A Sprite is you've got uh, the big square and yeah. uh, up and down is brightness and left and right is saturation. If you go to the top right, full brightness and the full saturation, that is um, going to be lighter or darker depending on which color you've actually picked. So the yellow will be brighter than the blue at full brightness and full saturation mm. uh, and that is luminosity so um there is a mode on a sprite that lets you transfer uh turn a layer into its luminosity so basically it gets rid of all of the color uh, and just has it in gray tones dependent on its luminosity and i use that yeah. a lot more recently um, to help me with, uh, I, I guess, just making sure contrast and things work. Because if the right. luminosity map is readable and it works good, then almost no matter the colors you pick, it's going to have a nice finished uh, look. Right, yeah. Ooh. I should look into that. that is, definitely definitely look that. at luminosity. Yeah. It's something that I learned... A uh, couple of months back, uh, about using luminosity maps, and it's yeah. very, very handy. I've found, although it might just be the kind of art that I do, because because of my specific style, but I've found it handy. Yeah, wow, no, I didn't I... know that tool existed in Aceprite. Hey, cool. Aceprite rocks you. <laughs> I should honestly use it. Sorry, I'm sorry. I mean to interrupt you. No, no, it's fine, it's fine. It's just Aceprite has so many amazing tools, and it doesn't have a tool to let me play sounds and animate the <laughs> sounds. It's the one thing I want it to have. Hey, Aceprite. And it has I been know, requested. I know Mr. Aceprite is listening. No, just kidding. Jo- Jonathan Aceprite, excuse me. John, good sir, please John add sound. Famous John Aceprite. <laughs> Would uh, you please listen and add some noise to your program? <laughs> yes, uh, and of course the uh, the founder of Pixel Imperfect, John Imperfect. Um, John Imperfect. Yeah, John Pixel. John Pixel. <laughs> the creator of Pixel Art, John Pixel. That. <laughs> uh, I make that joke every time. Whenever there's, it's like, oh yes, the uh, the creator of uh, Burger King, John Burger. John Burger. <laughs> we have there is a chain of restaurant or fast food restaurants here called Johnny's Burgers. Oh, a real John wow. Burger. He's jo- real. No, it's, it's, it's Johnny's true. Burger Company. But yesterday I was playing DD with some people, and one of the people said, "Like, yeah, are we ordering from Johnny Burgers?" <laughs> 
just lost it. It's like, yes, let me call up my buddy Johnny Burgers for some good grub. So Johnny Burger came over to came America over. and started Burger King. There you go. Yeah, the yeah but it was wow. her first, obviously. Yeah, Johnny oh. Burger. Johnny Burgers. <laughs> the, uh, the, the true origins. Our order was way late, by the way. They were having a terrible time over there, I'm sure. Yeah. But we got burgers eventually, and then fries like one and a half hours later. I've had I've had too many experiences like that with uh, small cafes where it's like, okay, here's here's your tea and here because of course I I live in Scotland and and Britain we have tea uh, we we all drink the tea. Only we're all tea drinkers and afternoon tea and stuff like that um so here's your tea and then half an hour later okay here's your shortbread great yeah i've had too many experiences like that Um, i haven't like usually they've been fine but just yesterday i mean it was terrible weather so like everyone was ordering burgers and it was also a friday evening so everyone was ordering burgers Hmm, so i'm sure they were just having a riveting time there but yeah whatever Mm -hmm. So what's your fast food? Oh, your favorite fast food? John's. <laughs> that just sounds like straight up a bunch of cold food. Yeah. Right. This is now a uh, fast food. Po- we're gonna make a. Let's make a fast food tier list because you know. Yeah, yeah, we're we're, we're doing. Get it. on with the trends. Oh yeah. <laughs> right okay, for, on. <laughs> for real though, uh, favorite fast food restaurant? Go for it. Ooh, right now, (laughs) (laughs) right now for mine, it's Cane's, like, they just have such good chicken strips, like, that's basically all they sell is chicken strips, (laughs) Okay, but they are so good. Are chicken strips just, like, an American thing? I don't think I've ever had them. Um, I guess they are, here, I'll I'll just link you. I mean, I'm not gonna eat them either, because I'm vegetarian, but, you know. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, okay, you can you can click it if you if you'd like, Ben. But, Where's my um, veggie chicken strips, yo? Veggie I, chicken strips, corn chicken strips. Oh, okay. Oh, actually, like that reminds me, Bart. Like ah, okay. when mm-hmm. I used to live in, there was this really good like vegan, like uh fast mm. food diner like experience you know lots of portobello mushroom burgers and like vegan milkshakes and like uh-huh. uh, fries and stuff god it was so good i'm like i'm not i'm personally not vegan but i love going there i don't yeah, know if it's good, I, I would put that in my top knock it, right yeah exactly exactly it was like yeah, right do you want us to uh, hey shaw give you some work do you want us to cut out the part where you mentioned that the city <laughs> oh i i don't know i can't about I can that. that yeah uh, no problem <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's not no, biggie. No, it's just no for, at all. I always for have your to sake. listen to the whole thing anyway. So, like, I, I know you, you were being careful about mentioning place mm-hmm. names oh, and all that. School. So, no dolphins. So I, I just heard you slipping it, and I was like, ah. <laughs> so I'm just uh, no worry. that in there. It's okay. I'm not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, you're not. Okay. Nah, don't let that. That's not there Time anymore. Time to get doxxed. Also, not exactly at this location right now. Reading out my coordinates. Uh, not my coordinates. <laughs> anyway. Right, fast food. That, that, that was the podcast, mm-hmm. right? Fast food. Um, color palettes. Yeah. Right. So, okay. We might not all stick to color palettes. But do some of you have favorite color palettes? That color palettes you say, like, if I am to use a limited one, this is the one I'd go for. Yes. Well, I, hmm, that's difficult to say because I haven't named it, but it's one that I made. Ah, share it. Show it on the screen. It's right here. Okay, boom. There, it's on the screen Ah, right now. (laughs) Except if you're listening on any platform that doesn't have visuals. Like, if you're you're listening and without visuals, um, it's basically just, it goes from white through blues and kind of, it starts off it gets more gray as it gets lighter and it gets into really really deep blues the darker end it's just like one big sweeping line sick it's 
It's basically the one that I use for my avatar, so you'll see me use All it on right. the thumbnails. Ah, is that yeah, that is a good one. Mm. Uh, and it has it has you, enough contrast, so it can you can kind of act different parts out as different yeah. colors. So it, it works out nicely. It's got it's kind of like instead of gray skill, it's blue skill, kind of. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I, in a way, uh, I've also got an extended variant that has reds and purples as well. Uh, um, but like my main one is just this, that, bleh. that color. Blue. And of course, in in usual me fashion, uh, I find myself not sticking to the color palette every once in a <laughs> while. Uh, and I will, uh, when I'm when I'm in the shading part of my art, I've I, I I won't like the contrast in two areas, but because I need to keep it that specific shade on the line in order to contrast it. So like I'm doing a shirt and the jacket is dark. And the shirt is bright and i need to keep it bright i can't use certain colors on the palette otherwise it just right. looks like it fades all into the one thing so right. what i'll end up doing is taking the colors artificially making it a little brighter or adding another mid-tone between them uh just kind of changing about the color palette yeah. a little bit to suit my needs yeah well, but that's one of the things well. I can do with modern technology because ha, I'm not limited to purists. <laughs> Suckers. I, so I have a question. Like, sure. if what? you're adding in midtones to a palette, does that break the whole rule of like staying within a palette because you modified it? In a technical sense, definitely. Yes. But... Uh huh. It's uh how a lot of people view, um. Uh, opacity a lot of people kind of you you can't have opacity in pixel art because that changes the color yeah. uh again uh, pixel joint doesn't allow opacity i think yeah. in most of their pieces right yeah and i use opacity all the time i don't uh, use it a lot uh, anymore i more often just uh yeah take middle like take two colors and take the middle or something or take mm -hmm. some gradient of it and then use that instead of opacity yeah I've, um, I, I don't know i've had bad experiences using opacity because i always mess up my layers and then it's just like ah. <laughs> uh, uh good good tip for opacity is don't use too many colors that have uh, uh an opacity change if you're going to have something that is a little more opaque uh try and keep with one color and one or two maximum because if you're doing that imagine that your color palette has just doubled in size yeah. uh, because you'll be getting one new color for everything that you go over every time you re-go over that color again that'll be another one so you'll be tripling the palette in size and it can very quickly yeah. become confusing as to which color you used for what um and if you're using layers sense. you can hide layers and work on it but as soon as you start doing opacity you should be on detail level there you should it can get confusing easily so try your best to keep it as simple as possible yeah makes sense <clears throat> okay so we got one favorite palette good good tip sean very good tip thank you we got one favorite palette right now then no data what's your favorite palette if you have one um you know i really don't probably because oh. like if i have to use a palette i just either pick up the one that they're telling me to use for whatever uh -huh. prompt um or just was like a... scroll yeah hmm? was there a prompt at which you were like that good colors i like those colors or is it seriously just like nah. <laughs> guess i'll use um, it i think the pixel ween one from last year where it kept yeah, growing right. yeah that was know? fun that was a fun concept that was cool having increasingly many colors what was like going from like four to eight to 16 to was it that four to eight to 16 to 32 yeah it was it was mm. 32 um, colors how do you wait, use that maybe not 32 maybe 16 maybe maybe it was four four eight twelve sixteen i don't know 
Yeah, I think it was smaller because I, I don't remember having access to 32 colors, but I mean, overall, like, I think I just became, like, attached to those colors after, like, struggling to use them, like, the first yeah. one and being like, oh, now I know how to use them or something. I like mean, yeah, it, it's kind of cool because you're working up, if you did all of them, you were kind of working up to the big one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and just, like, also seeing, like, how other people would interpret using those colors was really yeah. fascinating, um, you know, so... I'd say that one, but otherwise, like, if, you know, some something like uh, Pixel Dailies requires a palette, I'd use that. Or if, you know, Pixel Dailies is like, use four or less colors, and I'll be like, all right, uh, random yeah. roulette at uh, low spec. Yeah. <laughs> or my, uh, my, my collab that I started, uh, that oh, yeah. one, you, yeah. you, you were limited to palettes as well. I need to join in on that. Oh, you, oh yeah, you haven't, you haven't that, submitted yeah. one to me. I will... Yes, Bart, what are you doing? Get, get in on my uh, call -out. Studies, man. University. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool. okay, understandable. understandable. If I am to follow the recommended amount of time I'm supposed to spend on University Weekly, it'd be at a cool, like, probably 70, 80-ish hours per week, which I'm not doing, but I'm still doing a lot. <laughs> man, I, am, I, I left school and I never looked back. Right. I was I was this close to um, <laughs> I was this close to going away to uh, study games design at university. Um, I ended up taking the advice of my parents and having a gap year, and in that gap year, uh -huh. I got myself a job, and I have not felt the need to go to university since. So I've just not. Right. And. Makes sense. Yeah, and I ended up just continuing on with pixel art, and yeah, so here, mm -hmm. here I am now with no experience in yeah. games design. Ugh. No days yeah. are surely yeah. up here. But uni and <laughs> school and work, that's, I don't want to think about that. Yeah. My favorite color palette. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, Mark. Tell me. Uh, I want to I, Honestly, there is one. It is one of the standard ones in uh, Ace Bright. It's Rosie 42. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. Rosie 42. Rosie, look at it. It's pretty we love rosemary too all of the all of the colors go together with each other so well yeah i've made a couple of pieces in rosie 42 so same know. same here i i don't have them on me but i have done it oh uh, let me see if i can quickly scroll for my things to see if i can find I think, one i think this was back in my pixel studio days when i used to do all of my art via mobile this is this yeah, one yeah there's rosie 42 uh, yeah, yeah. There, there's the one ah. Ooh, Let's this see. looks cool. I'm, I'm just looking cool. at my finished pieces folder. Uh, yeah, I don't have one on, on my PC. Uh, wait, oh, here, and I won't have one. it on my phone because I just got a new phone today. Here's one. Here's one. There we go. That's used. That uses Rosie Forty Two mostly. The <gasps> yeah, Ooh. the reds and that. Yeah. Oh wait, maybe. Like, this what do you mean one. you don't know about color theory? This looks the, like this you're using color theory. I I mean, th th this was me definitely kind of sort of subconsciously thinking about warmth and, and uh, all that sort of stuff, that sort of stuff, yeah. Did I hit cancel? I think I did. And oh, well. well, and luminosity and brightness, like starting bright and then fading to the more... Kind of, yeah. But this was more intuitive usage of color theory. Like, I don't have actual... Knowledge over it. Hold, hold on, fellas. I'm booting up Ace Sprite. I think I've found one of my pieces. <laughs> oh, he's done it. Oh, I've only and the other one done it. I do also sort of like to use. Well, I don't use it often, but it's a color palette, like because it is just green. <laughs> Game Boy color palette. He's <laughs> like, here's green. Four versions of it. The Game Boy color oh palette is. It's Thanks, kind of man. Like, it's it's a cop out to me, but it's a it's a nice one. I like it. Yeah. I mean, I used it for, uh, is what is this... it? Is it right or left? One of the, our grab emotes. Uh, Game Boy <sighs> Grib. Uh, Game is Boy yours left? Grib. No, yeah, yeah, yours it's... is left. <gasps> that uses, uh, do I have the full one? Ah, oh, darn it. This one. Oh, this is my own color palette. It just looked nice enough. And I was like, you know what? This is a nice color palette. Maybe it's not. Nah, it's not rosy. 
Oh, speaking of oh. this Game Boy palette, I have to use that same sure. palette oh. at least from like GB Studio. Uh huh. Um, it's the full and piece. A, in a game jam this week, so I guess yeah. I'll also be using a lot hey. of green. I I I gotta get into a game jam at some point. Game jam. <gasps> we gotta, we gotta do one, guys. I next quarter university, I'm gonna do a course where I make a game, and after that, we're gonna be jamming together. All right. <laughs> <gasps> Please. Yes. I really Please. wanna. I really wanna. Oh, that would be a perfect time for Sean to practice game design. Yes. Let's go. Brilliant. I now could help the, make assets. Yeah, the only the only game that I've actually like made and programmed was on Scratch. <laughs> and right, you showed me that one. <laughs> yeah, the I Five Nights it. at Freddy's one. Did I play? Uh, it? I don't even remember. The legendary. Uh, I don't know if you did play it or not. Oh, I've seen it. Brilliant. Um, yeah, but it's it's easy okay. enough to it. It was easy. It's easy enough to program and work everything out in that because the AIs are as simple as randomize. Will it move this time or will it not? Um, right. And it was all really easy programming. And the only big challenge was making the AIs and the sprites line up because I had to work with two uh, different kind of things i was working off of lists and then i had to have the coordinates of that and because uh, for some reason scratch doesn't like things being pixel perfect uh i had to manually do that and it ended up looking a little janky and ah uh, it was embrace the junk uh, yeah I had we to. love the junk but yes actually getting to work on a proper game jam that'll be fun I really no, I mean, if you're going to do game jams, you're going to have jank. That That is like... Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. I, I, you're going to have to embrace it. Otherwise, you won't That's finish. basically a requirement. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man. If, it, if, if the game comes out of a game jam and it's not janky in some way, I, I think it will just not win. <laughs> just out of principle. Yeah. There's some foul play going on. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's fair, mm. like they're just really good programming. It's like, what? No, you're not doing mm. it right. It's um, supposed to be no. broken. Embrace the spirit of yeah. the game jam. You're cancelled. <laughs> cancelled? Oh, God. I'm going to Twitter right now, <laughs> calling you out. Cancel. Uh, yeah. No, okay. I think we're sort of running towards the end here. I uh, did yeah, want to ask one more question that I, we kind of glossed over, I think, which is, I mean, we talked about doing game jams in the future already, but do you have, what, 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 what's your future plans? Right, no data. Oh my gosh, it's an Come. interview. A job interview. <laughs> Don't Where worry, do you, you see won't get the, you won't get the job. Five uh, years. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? No, no, don't don't answer that. That's a dumb question that dumb interviewers Ooh. ask. Just what are you planning to do? Because, you know, game dev stuff or whatever, making your math game, but like Oh. You decide how you answer that. <laughs> Man, I just picture myself like being in the games industry like an actual dream would be like to do tech art and pixel art together uh -huh. on like you know mm -hmm. some kind of 2d game or even like a 2.5d game yeah um but yeah definitely like game stuff and never right. dropping the art thing again or forever never yes. forever don't drop art it because forever. you think you need to do stem or something i do stem specifically with mathematics and i still do art yeah, I, see? I have a full-time yeah. job and I still do art. Yay! Right. Yeah, but also like anything in the uh, near future things coming up, like somewhere you can catch you in. Hold on, am I remembering this right? Like, like seven, uh, eight days or something. <laughs> uh, yeah, like a video mm. or something. Uh, like a like a like some sort of event. Oh. I am <laughs> streaming inside like a, a Discord, but it is like it is like for members only of that ah. Discord. I, I know. Censor oh, that. Like, <laughs> like, 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 I'm excited <laughs> to like learn how to actually stream. So maybe that I can actually consider like streaming in the near future. You know, people do it on Twitch, mm -hmm. YouTube, and all that. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. cool. 
but then I like never do it. Yeah. I think the uh, the most disheartening thing for me that would stop me from streaming, other than my really bad internet, um, is <laughs> like getting over the first hurdle where you where you're streaming to no viewers. Uh, you've put in all this effort oh, yeah. to make a really nice streaming thing, and you've it, just got like, no viewers. That's or, like, the like you're most likely to be streaming to basically no one for a while it, before you pick up any traction. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that's, that's and that's where you learn to be very me. aggressive about promoting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I know I just read once or twice, and I was I post the link everywhere to get like a couple of Our people. Second time. <laughs> What did I? What did I say? I didn't remember. <laughs> oh, say? You'll you'll find out with the very loud, obnoxious bleeps that I put over. I cannot remember the words <laughs> I just said. <laughs> did I swear? Oops. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I I I I I I know. That. God, that took me a second. Anyway. Cool. Good luck with your future. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Did I get the I job? Uh, uh, no, you're fired. Get out. No, we'll, we'll get back to you, and with that mean we mean we'll ghost you until you call us back, and then we'll say, "Oh, wait, like, yeah, oh, this, yeah this, we this already got something you. else." I can't, I can't yeah. fire you. No data. You're hired. Okay, now you're fired. <gasps> oh, <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> the, oh. <laughs> rise and crash. All right, basically so. the job hunt. Yeah, so I think that's as much time as time we have for, for on the stream. You to do the outro. So it's, yes, intro. it's my turn to do Ooh. the outro. All right, that's the end of the episode, everybody. I would like to give a special thanks to No Data for joining us in this episode. Uh, all of her details and places that you can find her and anything that she wants to promote will be in the description. Um. And again, if you want to check uh, us out on other platforms, we have YouTube, uh, Google Podcasts, um, other platforms. Other places. Other places. We're, we're around. Um, and if you liked this episode, make sure to do the respective liking options on your platform. Uh and I guess all that's left to say is goodbye. So, that's goodbye from me, Sean. Goodbye from me, Bart. And goodbye oh. from me... Oh, sorry. No, you did it. That was pretty good. Oh, I did it right! Oh, right. Yes. Give me the job! Give me the job! You're hired. You're hired. You're hired! <laughs> <laughs>